Ashoka Precious Cargo is a D&D homebrew campaign with violent themes and adult language. Viewer discretion is advised. Aloha Kako friends. Happy Friday. My name is Eli and I am your dungeon master. I'm Aaron A. Pabst and I am Trig. <laughs> I'm Allegra and I'm playing Shodi. I'm Amanda and I'm playing Snooball. I'm Caleb and I'm Anchor. I'm Sergio and I'm playing Rad the Sea Turtle. I'm Zakia and I'm playing Kenny. Welcome back to Mayday Roleplay, in our continuation of our homebrew campaign, Ashoka Precious Cargo. We want to give a warm shout out to those who subscribe to us on Patreon. Your contributions allow us to grow and expand, and we are now on Twitch. We have awesome things in store, like Aaron at the Sheep Farm. Sergio leads us through Ironsworn Eye of the Storm, and Lake teaches us about some heroes you should know about. We got a couple of one-shots, as well as a three-part debrief of our first campaign campaign Delta Green Doom to Repeat, which are now available on VOD and wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to like and subscribe and tell a friend about us. We'd love to share our stories with you. And if there isn't anything else, why don't we continue our story? Dear Diary. <laughs> My day today was pretty fucking great. I arrived at the island town uh, known as Tengu Atoll after receiving a mysterious piece of paper, something that I sometimes like to refer to as a letter, summoning me for a very important mission that only I am capable of carrying out for the city's elderly and frail leaders who can't do anything for them fucking selves. Of course, I didn't really care about the mission, but I'd assume that I'd get easy access to the leaders to shoot them in their faces. Too bad everyone in the place seemed to like him so fucking much. You can't shoot people if other people like him. Honestly, I don't even remember the leader's names. I don't really pick up on people's faces. I just see a target where most people would see a head. Then I show up and find out that they expect me to work with five other people. The audacity! I kill alone! Anyway, their names were Rad. One of them claims to own an anchor, Shoddy, Kenny, and, um, Snowball. Yeah, that's, that's right. I only remember their names because one of them was a turtle. A surfing turtle. And I respect that. So anyway, the leaders were like, you have to carry this little lady to a non-existent island full of people called elves. And I was like, sure, easy. I'll get it done before breakfast. Then Kenny was like, the little girl's got to sign this contract. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, what? Then the city exploded. And we were all like, what? And then Rad was like, surf. And I was like, whoosh. And all the ships were like, boom. And then there were bandits wreaking havoc. And I was like, not today. And then I told everyone, I got these guys. Then I was like, twain, bang, whoosh. And then those guys were like, we're dead. And I was like, license to kill. <sighs> then I tried to tackle a ghost and Shouty was like, not the kid. And then Anchor was like, bam, whack, bad ghost. And then we were like, run. And we're on a boat now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you!
You guys make it out of the opening that exits out of Tengu Atoll into the dark of the evening. And eventually as you navigate out back into open sea, the steady clinging fog elopes around you as you guys kind of disappear. You guys in the back can hear the the continuing cannon fire of what you assume is the bandits that are still raiding on Tengu Atoll. But eventually after a while, it just becomes quiet and silent. Sea is calm, unmoving, and you all six, including Baran, are alone. Baran has finally stopped crying and eventually has kind of tuckered herself out and she's kind of now just nestled in your arms, Shodi. I'll kind of just asleep <laughs> with like, with her face is kind of like just still a little wet and just covered in like dirt and debris. I'll kind of just awkwardly hold her and not I'll like, I'll like move like I'm thinking about putting her down and then realize that that's going to be bad and she'll probably wake up. So I'll just lean back against the side again and do that a couple times and then be like, all right, I'm just going to stay here. Good work. I didn't do anything. She just got tired of crying, I guess. More than I could do. <laughs> sure. Um, Since we're all here uh, and we're out on a boat and there's water all around us, uh, could I could I cast something to to keep us all safe. Is that please do. Right? Absolutely not. No, please, please do that. Please do okay. that. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I didn't want to cast something on you without your permission. That felt weird. Um, and I'm going to cast water breathing on everyone. Okay. So it hits, it, I think it hits everyone. Yeah, 10 million creatures. So all of us, uh, including Baron, And it lasts for 24 hours. Sick. Okay. Uh, roll me a d20. Um, your lungs all fill with air or with water. <laughs> the boat explodes. Right. <laughs> the water breathing attracts the cracker. It's, it's innate. I'm good. Um, Rad has like finished helping anchor and has made his way to the back of the ship and is like looking at Tengu Atoll. And after a few minutes, kind of turns around and says, I don't know, guys. I feel really bad leaving all those people behind. Like, they're going to be most persecuted by those dudes. Well, they said they wanted the girl. Maybe they're just going to chase after us. I don't think either of those options is particularly good. Either way, we have to accept the fact that we've been given a mission and we have to carry that through. We have to hope that someone else has been given the mission of protecting that island. If it is their time, it is their time. If the island's even fucking there. What do you oh, mean? they said it doesn't even fucking exist. What if we just got sent on what would commonly be referred to as a wild goose chase? Eli, did and did we did one of us receive a map previously? Yes, somebody did manage to grab a map on their way out. That's fortunate. Yes, wh- whoever it was that talked to the dying otter man oh, has the right. charters. I think, I have the map. I think it's Kenny. Kenny. Yeah, actually. I have the map. Yeah, you have the map. Okay. You only had to kill a man to get it. <laughs> I did not kill him. He died. You were complicit. <laughs> no. Wait, who died? He refused. The otter fellow. Oh. I like that dude. Because Kenny wouldn't help him. Uh, no, people die when they are killed. Okay, he refused to sign my contract, and I couldn't heal him. Speaking of which, I would love for everyone to do that now. And uh, she starts taking a copy of the contract, ripping it and casting mending to, to duplicate the contract and pass it out to people. 
That's incredible. And what's what's the catch? Do we like do you like own our soul after we put our name on this here paper? I I don't care about your souls. I just want you to be decent. Follow up question: Do you have to be able to write to sign the contract? <laughs> That's a good question. No, you can sign it with claw prints, paw prints, blood. It doesn't matter. You just have to sign it. Okay, I take a crossbow bolt off of my my waist or off of my leg, and I put I like stab it into my thumb, and then I just kind of like smear blood across the bottom of the contract and hand it back to Kenny. Is that acceptable? It is. Thank you. And she tucks it into the like white box that she carries. Um. Rad signs it in a way that makes humanoids comfortable. He's seen them do it before. He just kind of does a couple of swirls on the page. Um, <laughs> but then he says, um, just in case uh, uh, Kenny's not around, I can do a little healing and you don't have to sign anything for me. I'll hand it back to her. She's gonna um, look at you pretty sternly. <laughs> now, that's... <laughs> I don't know who my favorite all. healer is. That's all good and fine, but it's it's important to remember who's who's licensed, who's qualified. No, <laughs> Band-Aid is good, but who has Revivify at the end of the day? Oh yeah, I can't do that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yes. I mean, personally, my go-to healer is a bottle of whiskey. <sighs> I think Anchor takes out this very dramatic rubber ink stamp that he has among his stuff on his belt, on the kidney belts, and then he stamps it in, and it has the same sort of iconography that's on the tapestry around his waist. It says, this is a pledge of the ballast that means that you and I are locked together for the rest of our lives. Ooh. Oh. I look forward to our partnership. Okay. Thank you. Kenny. And then he slaps his hand on your shoulder. And he looks like he's trying to put his forehead to your forehead. I lean over, I lean over the snowball and whisper, Do you think this guy needs to tone it down a notch? <laughs> he is coming off quite intense. Kenny's going to keep leaning back as as far, as far as you keep coming with your forehead. She's going to keep leaning back um, and just take the contract and just tap your hand. This is part of it, I promise. This is important to you that this happens? As important as the contract. Okay. Then she leans forward, but just like a tap and backs up. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And I go back to steering the ship as I'm sure it's, you know, veering left and right now that I've (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how ships work. You have the oar oar lock, so it's it's going in one general direction, but Yeah, of course I have the oars locked. Uh fucking idiot. Uh, the mast, it's down, the oars are locked, and the boat moves. We've been drifting for the past like twenty minutes. Tokyo drift. Oh, oh, now I know what I want to do. We're Tokyo drifting sometime in this whole, like, I don't care where, but we're Tokyo drifting on this thing. Uh, While all that's been happening, Shodi has pulled out a piece of charcoal and very carefully and very slowly has been writing their name. Uh, And it still looks like chicken scratch, but it looks like they're putting a lot of effort into trying to make it look nice and like like an adult person signed it. Ah, here you go. Thanks, I guess. Yes, uh, thank you. She's gonna fold it and put it away. 
Snoovel's gonna raise her hand, uh, like, above the contract to, like, uh, like, it looks like her fingers are touching the letters. Okay, uh, so she can read it in her way. She's gonna turn to, and it could be like, at any time, if I decline this, will you, uh, will you promise not to save me? Can she file a do not resuscitate? <laughs> and I'm gonna just keep staring hard. Well, we can add that to your contract if that's something you prefer. Uh, sure. And she takes it back quickly, jots down what you just said, and, and gives it back. I I will uh, go ahead and uh, use my uh, little claw to just like etch my name in. I'm going to my spooky chart, and I'm adding one point. <laughs> Once um, Snooval finishes, Rad is like, Oh my god, I forgot, there's someone else I need you to heal. And he whistles, and this <laughs> female sea lion leaps out of the water and lands on the deck of the ship. And just has like two eyes looking in different directions and her tongue sticking out. She just kind of flops up to you and uh, Rad takes a, or he says, this is my most trusted companion, Ponch. Hey, Candy, I found that guy you killed. No, you, you can't kill Ponch. He's unkillable. But anyway, I'm going to take like some ink, some like squid ink that I have in, in a pouch and I put it on her paw and I have her sign too. Got to keep her safe. This is so cute. Okay. I go up to it. Um, I think actually Kenny's having a hard time not saying this is so cute also. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, that's fine. Okay. Say hi, Ponch. <laughs> Shodi's going to hold their hand out towards Ponch like they wanted to come sniff their hand and make like... I don't know if that's what you do for sea lions, but can I... Is it friendly? Uh, she's friendly enough, yeah. You want to say hi? <laughs> that's well, never good. Yeah, but I don't want to wake the baby. Can I... Shh. I can say hi later, it's fine, it's fine. The, the, yeah, I, I think she would just basically, like, flop her head over to the side and look in your direction. <laughs> 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 I'm going to walk up to a paunch and look to Rad and go... Does she shake? Uh, she'll probably like try to bite your balls or something. <laughs> wow. I see. Mm. Ponch, it is good to meet you. I am Anchor. <laughs> yeah, she just makes some uh, some seal noises. Uh. Good to know. <laughs> and then she'd probably just find a sunny place and start sunning in the on the deck of the ship. Snooball's just gonna keep <laughs> Ponch and just be like. Mm, you stay over there. <laughs> well, if anything, it should be pretty smooth sailing from this point on, right, guys? Just gotta go south. I think that... I mean, now that you've said that, I can almost guarantee that it's not gonna be. <laughs> yes, that's not how these things tend to work. No, I doubt it. I think we should stay vigilant. It's also like the middle of the night, I guess, huh? I've had a couple ships uh, sink in the middle of the night. It's not cool. A couple of ships? It sounds nice. very not cool. It, if you guys are like, you can take a rest and I will keep watch for a little bit. Good, yes. We should establish a watch order mm. as soon as possible. Well, I'm feeling pretty I... jazzed after that, so I could stay up, I guess. 
I wouldn't mind a quick rest. I'm a bit hurt. I don't, I don't do watch, but if there's a problem, all you gotta do is say shoot, and about <laughs> 0.2 seconds later, there's gonna be a bolt flying. Now, I can't guarantee that that bolt is not gonna be aimed at one of you, but odds are it's gonna hit whatever it is that's the problem. Yeah, you can go rest in the bottom of the ship, dude. Take it easy. That's fair. He has a control issue, don't you think? Quite a bit, yes. Mm. Um, there's actually no bottom to this ship. It's just a platform. <laughs> so you, but there is a small, like, hut area that you could probably tuck yourself in. If you like, there may be a blanket of some sort, maybe some fabric inside of the hut there. I can't remember what I keep in there. All right, there I go. So who's doing the, the staying up all night thing? I'll sit around if that's all right. <laughs> I can I'll take stay up with. I'll stay up with you, Rod. I plan on getting some rest, but you know, in some time I'll, I'll wake back up and check the oars, but I'll be sleeping at the, the head anyways. I'll find a place like towards the back of the ship, just kind of keeping my eye out towards Tango, that's all. I'm actually going to go to the very, very uh, front, the bow of the ship, I believe, and... If possible, I'm going to sit on, like, the railing with my feet kind of dangling and, like, just kind of take very deep meditative breaths and look out the front. Well, look. This ship's too small for a crow's nest, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. So, it's, yeah, it's just the platform. There's a small hut. I mean, you could sit on top of the hut if you want. Yes, please. It's a, it's a top flat surface. Yeah. Kenny will go on top of that. Shodi's just going to lay down where they are. They don't want to move because the baby fell asleep on them and they don't know what to do about it. So they're just going to kind of like lean back until they're flat and they have one giant hand resting over Baron's back to make sure that she doesn't go anywhere. So Eli, if I was trying to stop uh, for supplies at like the most populated island or, or the hit spot closest to us, where's like the Westfield Mall? Yes. Um, <laughs> you are on the border islands, so there is about, there is a another island about a days away. Um, if you want to keep pushing for, forward, you could go into the Rokewood and there is the hub island of Odeska, um, which is the, the, the port city um, that you could go to. Um, or um, there's a couple just smaller residual islands around that main island. I think Odeska works for us. I, I think we can make way for Odeska unless you guys have ulterior motive. Yeah. Did anybody kill a man in Odeska or something? I need to know Not about that. Well, Trig's asleep. <laughs> we shall find out soon enough. I guess we will find out when we <laughs> That's get there. Uh, um, it will be about two days to get to Odeska on your current path. Uh, that, I, yes. I'm fine with that. If everyone else is. Yeah, I think that works. Yes. If anyone goes into the hut during the night, you'll see Trig huddled up in a corner with his hat over his face, and he has one of his crossbows in one arm like it's a teddy bear, and in the other arm he has a porcelain dragon. I think while we're on watch, uh, Rad would not be able to have the attention span to just spend the entire time looking backwards, so he'll eventually make his way back to the front of the ship, which Naval is, and uh, just like awkwardly start conversation by saying something like, uh, you got cool eyes, dude. Reminds me of like Seafoam. Uh... Okay. Uh, Snowball kind of stutters or like, generally was just like, whoa, okay. I don't know how to respond. Uh, uh, I guess I just did. Thank you, I guess. I only thought of it now, but uh, can you see? Are, are you like blind? 
Yes, uh, in a traditional sense, yes, I am blind, but I can, how do I describe it? I can see vibrations. So every time something makes a noise or a sound, it bounces off objects. So I'm blind in your sense, but not completely blind. Whoa. You know, I think I kind of get what you're saying. It's like, when I'm like really like in a turn, you know what I mean? I'm like going into a wave. It's like all the sound goes away. And I'm just like feeling the vibration of the oceans. I, I get what you're going Pure at. Your instinct. Uh, I can see you. You're, you're definitely. Uh, you're not like the others. Just so you, and that intrigues me about you. Well, I'm not a human, if that's what you mean. Oh, I got that. Definitely got that. But. Uh, uh, you, you have tremendous power. I felt that earlier when you were shifting all the water. That was quite impressive. Oh, uh, you saw it? I, I thought I was alone. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's just something I can do once in a while. It, it's, it, it, was, it was definitely impressive. I haven't seen something like that. You think that's impressive? You should see my surfing. <laughs> Uh, I have to admit, I've never been surfing before. Dude, you've never curled a wave? No. Dude, next chance we get, you and I, we gotta go and hit the beach, man. Hit Dawn Patrol. Uh, I, I will admit that uh, that I've never done that before, and uh, I I don't know. Uh, maybe, possibly. Uh, well, okay. well, we can start simple. The first task that any surfer has to do is the guy to go out and the guy to make their board. We'll find a good piece of wood and we'll cut you one just like I have. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, like, cause even though I can't, like, see the way he wants to, I can still kind of, like, see the board. I'd be like, what is that made out of that? Oh, just, like, the best wood? And I'm knocking on it. <laughs> I'm knocking on it to, like, make noise so you can kind of, like, feel the vibrations of it. Am I... I Am I allowed to uh, touch the board? You can doth hold the board. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up this board and feel the balance, see the girth of it, oh feel like the pull of it. <laughs> Chill. You're starting the fan fiction for them. <laughs> <laughs> a turtle and a dragon. <laughs> it could happen. I'd be like, that is a. Uh, Huh, I've never seen a surfboard this close before, so perfectly balanced, am I right? I'm gonna do, I'm gonna twirl it up in, in the way. air and then catch it and be I'm gonna grace like pass it back. Whoa. That is quite impressive. That's impressive, dude. I'll take it from her. Oh, oh. just know. All right, well, I guess I should get back to uh, you know my watch. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna just scan him as he walks away. and Be like, mm, I'm not sure about him, but. Kind of, maybe. Rad, you're preoccupied with the the waves <laughs> in the ocean that you don't see much. Same for you, Snival. You 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 scan out. It's it's very foggy and misty. You don't sense anything. Um, it seems that everything is calm and quiet. Um, and the the night continues on. Are we switching watch, or are we? Are you and Snival? No, eventually I'll need to rest. I'll take one. I'll take watch. Second watch. 
Uh, I will eventually also need to rest, but I would like someone to take my spot. So I'm going to keep going until I get relieved. I can take your spot. You're going to have to wake me up, but I can take your spot. Yeah, Kenny and I can. Shodi, as you're getting up, you see uh, Rad, like, go to Ponch and, like, lean against Ponch like a pillow. And it seems like Rad is, like, talking to Ponch as he's, like, falling asleep. <laughs> Shodi's gonna sit up real careful with Baron, and then that that like adult thing where you have to like hold a kid with one arm and like wriggle your arm out of your backpack <laughs> and then switch the arm you're holding the kid with and wriggle your arm out of the other backpack and they're, they're gonna pull it around and they're gonna take out their like one of their old cloaks and kind of cut it into strips and then loosen all the straps, like the backpack straps on their backpack, and make like a space that Baran might fit in, and tie like a little baby Bjorn seat, like a like, swaddle type thing. Type yeah, like, like like some side panels and like a seat, so that so that they don't have to have like full on both like one hand to hold the kid and one hand to hold the weapon. They have like two hands free, and the kid can sit on their back or their front, whatever. Uh, but just in case we have to like run again. Shodi's gonna make a fucking baby <laughs> before that a snowball will see this and, and literally like kind of help like tie the knots <laughs> Just, thank you Veranda's nicely nestled she surprisingly hasn't woken up from all the motion and commotion but she's cradled in and now you have your hands free is she okay do you think like she's she's just slept is she hurt is she is she alive still oh my god is she alive still I'm gonna like move my hand in front of the child's face put like my finger under the nose feel the breathing move my hand you, you feel breath underneath her and you also see like her hair is kind of just kind of tussling and moving okay. like there's wind and stuff like that but she's nestled and she's kind of like shifts a little bit i'm gonna also reach into my side uh satchel and i'm gonna purposely give uh four uh days rations over and you're like this is for you and the child just in case oh thanks i'll um i'll put it in my backpack um for her to eat later at some point i shouldn't wake her up to eat right i feel no. like she's asleep. she should just leave her sleep i think that's like the rule with children like cool? don't wake them oh, unless there's like an emergency <laughs> okay uh i'll do that um oh we're in we're in charge of a whole little creature like her life and i don't even know you people I, 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 for now, this is not permanent. Oh, yes. No. No, no. 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 Uh, that's... Okay. Bye. Uh, <laughs> and then oh, she's oh. going to walk away from okay. the child. Um, bye. No. Uh, great. Hmm. Uh, and Shodi's going to pull whatever was left of their cloak from, like, the strips that they pulled and then, like, try and take a piece of, like... I don't know, string or twine or something out of their backpack and squinch up like a ball part of it at the top and then tie the twine around it so it looks like it has a head and like give it a little bow so that Baron kind of has a teddy bear again. It's oh, not an actual bear. teddy bear. Roll me a performance check. Oh god. Okay, well my charisma's not bad. My charisma's actually good. That never happens. You got okay. this. Let's I want see. a teddy bear. <laughs> got 20. No, it's a natural one. Terrifying. Roll me a D100. God damn it! Here I was thinking, how is Jenny gonna work out? Gonna kill the kid. Uh, we gave the kid to a literal time bomb. 60. You're like focused on it. You're trying to like make this doll, and it's just not quite like. I've got big hands. <laughs> you got big hands, and it's like not 
coming out in the way you want and it's kind of stressing you out and you kind of start growing a little more frustrated and frustrated over the fact that like the more you twist and twine it the less it looks like a doll and eventually it just like all of a sudden you just feel this pent up like surge of energy fill into you and then you feel very nauseated as all of a sudden you just vomited a giant slug oh, onto the neck. Oh, no. can, can I like turn my head so I don't get it on Barack? Yeah, you, you turn on the side but you just hear this like splat onto the thing as this giant Gross. slug. It's like two feet. Oh, two now feet. On the... Question. How <laughs> close is that to my feet? Real quick. Are you still? I was like, are you still there? I was kind of walking. Yeah. Did it? As you're walking away, you feel like the splash of like a little oh bit of God. stuff on the back of your heels. Um, <laughs> I'm going to growl really intense, and fire is going to come out of my nose. Really, I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's just a slug. I, I vomit sometimes. Um, I'm not. Always... I'm going to put my finger up, like that finger, not the middle finger, the finger up that says one. That's like the one you never want from your mother. Like, I'm going to go away. And just okay. I have a thing about my feet. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just they're never. lovely. You've got lovely feet. I don't know if that's weird. I don't mean it in a like a creepy sexual way. I've heard people talk about, but they're just nice feet. They're useful. You've done a good job with them. Stop talking. Okay. Stop talking. Right. I'm just. I'm gonna like get very. Just trying to take. Just just sludge away to the other side of the boat. Furious. The commotion's loud enough for anybody else to kind of pick up on. Yes. Is that a thing that you do normally? Um, a regular thing? It's not always vomiting slugs, but um, it happens sometimes, yeah. Wild. Can you not control your magic? Um, most of it. So that's a no. Well, most of it. It's not all the time. I don't know when it's going to happen. It just happens sometimes. It's not my fault. Mm. Or maybe it is my fault. I don't know. <clears throat> Give a uh, warning next time. I don't know if I can, but I'll try. All right, well, um... I'm going to pick the slug off and throw it off the side of the mm. boat. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, you do. It's easy enough. Uh, Can you, are you up now yes. for watch? <laughs> I can't go back to sleep now. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah. Wow. I, do you want to... I, I see that you strapped the toddler to yourself, but they're pretty durable. You could just flop them down on the ground. Uh, <laughs> down. Well, I, she, I can just put her down if she won't wake up. You could just untie it and let her fall. Oh, oh no, uh, that seems it's dangerous. It's what, three feet? She's fine. Well, I'm, I'm pretty tall. I, I feel like if she fell... That's true. I don't know what chest. I'm talking about. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Shoni's gonna be real gentle and they're gonna like really carefully put Baron on the deck and like hover just because they don't really know what to do about it. <laughs> Just, you can just let her be there. She's she's gonna be okay. I mean, unless she's a sleepwalker, then we are all. Do they do that? Well, sometimes. But what the fuck? We'll we'll find out, right? It's late enough for us to find out. Wait, but it just sleeps and then wanders. Some some of them do. It's fine. How do you know all this? <laughs> do you have children? No. You know a lot about them. No, but I I was one myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I was too, but I don't, I don't know this. Sleepwalking. It's, it's a, it's a small thing. It might not happen. It's just <sighs> sometimes. It's, it's not important. Um, I, okay. Um, I actually wanted to talk to you about something that happened earlier today. Uh, I, I broke one of my rules when I 
helped the win the man and he did the spooky thing with his eyes and it was like what and we had to stop it mm-hmm. because of the baby right we're just going to consider that so if anything inquires as to when that happened just say after you sign the contract does that make sense um sure you didn't heal me though you just stopped me being afraid yes it's an umbrella thing it's just what what is defined as healing and being helpful in general could be you could say what i did was a form of healing like a psychological therapy believe it you can achieve it sort of way yes is all your magic controlled like that no no I, i killed those people super easy no contracts just helpful magic then yes why convenience it's easier when you have a a backup plan a plan b just in case not everyone likes being healed contracts don't seem very convenient though that seems like a lot of effort to do something that's good i mean maybe it's an extra step but it's it's better than the alternative what's the alternative oh wow uh (laughs) you have a lot of questions (laughs) well i've i've not learned much i'm trying to better myself or something I don't know I just want to know things I like talking to people uh, we'll, we'll just say chaos I think that's something we're both familiar with I do know chaos that's true um, well I will try to remember that what What would be asking did you read the contract well sort of I read bits of it I um, I can't read Okay. terribly well it takes me a while then that's that's fine uh, it's just my the the golden lady, the person I work for, with I would say with it's about equal when you think about it. Um, we just have an agreement, and to violate that would be unfortunate. Well, I'm sorry if I made anything difficult for oh, you. No, it was just it was my decision. All right. It was um keeping the child safe and everyone else. But I think that's enough feelings talk, so we can stare at the toddler and stare at the ocean. Sh- uh, sure. Um, All right. Here, and I'm gonna pull out my little, like, my taffy that I have, and I'm gonna pull it in half and offer half to Kenny. Kenny takes it. Yeah. This is for eating? Yeah, yeah, it's, okay, it's good. Great. She's gonna eat I'll it. Chomp it. I'll chomp the other half. We both share your taffy and uh, continue to look at uh, the ocean and the sea as you guys carry on. Eventually, the night stretches into day as the early dawn begins to break in the, in the east. It's about six ish, seven o'clock. It seems that the the fog has kind of cleared up and now you're just looking at pretty much open sea. The wind is also picking up around as well and the sea is starting to kind of bob and weave as uh, as your ship kind of raises and lowers with the tides. It's a pretty nice day. It looks like a, it's going to be a clear, clear for the most part. Yeah, as soon as the sun comes up, Brad's going to get up and then he's going to go swimming with uh, uh, Paunch for like an hour and then come back. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Don't forget you can breathe underwater so you can swim with her. I can breathe regardless, but thanks. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know. That makes sense. That's how it works when you are a turtle. Mm. Uh, I think as soon as the sun is up, I'm back at the at the oars. They're unlocked, and I'm you know I'm the one sort of sailing us through. Um, and going through the tapestries seated under me as I'm just kind of. Getting us towards uh, Rokewood. Yep, you turn the oars and you, you start heading east from your direction on the way towards the Rokewoods. Bye, I'm awake! Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you wake up every morning? Most every. 
Sometimes there's a bolt in the bow and sometimes there's not. Just announce you're awake. Who'd you tell? Who are you announcing it to? Usually when I wake up, there's bad guys. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. They get what's coming to them. Mm. And you're one to judge others? I'm the only one to judge others. What gives you the right? Why are you special? Because I've seen bad people before. I show up and I ask people if the people in charge are bad, and if they say yes, I kill them. Oh. Mm. Interesting. And then naturally, that makes more bad guys want to come after me. Mm. Which is why I usually wake up like that. And now you've come full circle, I see. Yeah. That Snooball's not really, like, liking this guy. And just kind of just, like, nods along and <laughs> just <laughs> walks to the other side. <laughs> Uh, Baron is awake as well. She's kind of rubbing her her eyes and stuff like that. She's kind of like looking at all of you a little confusingly. Um, But eventually you can hear like her stomach just kind of like starting to growl. um, And she's just sitting there trying to wake up. I'll pull out some of the rations that uh, that Kenny, or not Kenny, Snooval gave me. And I'll I'll, I'll, like break one of them in half because I think it's too big for her. I know she's four. Shoddy doesn't understand. <laughs> to you, <laughs> she's this big. She's in size to me. <laughs> it might be a little bland, FYI. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, like, I'll eat part of it and show her and be like, mmm, yummy. And then I'll hold it up to her. Yeah. Um, she, she takes it and she kind of eats it, but she kind of makes a, a sour looking face at it and she kind of doesn't like it and she doesn't she kind of just throws it on the ground Ryan's gonna come over and pick it up off the ground and start eating it and say hey uh Shoney you know if you ever uh, had some trouble talking to the kid I'm pretty good with kids and I could probably you know talk to her in her language if you ever needed it alright well we're all in charge of her I'm not the only one I just picked her up the first time I, I think I just I, I, I'm not trying to. I'm yeah, not trying but don't to, don't kids lack imprint on people? Um, no, those are traditionally animals. And there's a difference. Hmm. I don't know, actually. Does she know our names? I don't think she knows our names. Let's introduce ourselves to her. Oh, I can do that. All right, Rad. Rad, you go first. All right, so Rad's gonna take um, two kind of larger seashells that he has, kind of click, you know takes them off of his uh, necklaces, and he hands one to uh, Baran. He's going to cast Comprehend Languages, and he says to Baran, Hey, little dude, you know, we're going to take you somewhere safe, and we just wanted to introduce ourselves. My name's Rad, and and that one's... You know, I'll just kind of go through the names of everybody. Uh, yeah, she, she's, she's got the shell in her hand, and she's kind of looking at it. Um, and then she finally just kind of just says, hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you speak into it, I can hear. <laughs> she's like kind of like amazed by it. And she's like, you can hear me? You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand you. She kind of looks around and sh- she's like, where- where's, uh, where's Soul? She's asking for the matron. She's asking where's Soul? I'll like take my hand away from the seashell. Um... Is that the... She's not dead. She just got her leg broken, but we can't tell that to a kid, can we? Um, tell her she's gone for now. She had to uh, take mine. Gone? Um, okay. Um, just tell her the truth, that 
uh, she got hurt, and we're just taking her to her new place. She just had to stay up behind for now. But is that the truth? Sure. We don't know. That wasn't my understanding. I don't think she died, she just had a broken leg. She well, my understanding is that even if she didn't die, she was never gonna see the kid again. It's as close as the truth as we can get without- I mean, dudes, by this time, she knows something's wrong. We've been, straight, like, her. arguing about what to tell her. We tell her that she is gone and that we are taking her to a new place. So, little dude, and I'll go back to the seashell and say, um, Soul's, Soul's gone to the big beach in the sky. She's oh gonna be God. surfing and, and having a good time, and maybe you'll see her one day. She does. She looks like really confused. She doesn't quite understand what you're saying. Uh, it's probably for the best. But she eventually just, yeah. But she eventually's like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna keep you safe, and we're taking you to to uh, Algernon. I think it was called. Uh, she says uh, the word uh, again, Al Algernon, and she's like, uh, this this the secret island. Yeah, yeah. That that's it. Yeah. Just you, you're gonna be okay, okay? So if you need anything, you just you just tell one of us, all right? She she nods and like kind of like first time like kind of smiles a little bit and she's like, okay. <laughs> and she's just kind of now just continuing to like play with the shell and just like look at it. She seems okay with it and can like she's not fussing about it. <laughs> I mean she's four. <laughs> I think I screwed up, you guys, but she seems okay. You did well, she's Brad. Okay. It seemed. Comforting. I mean, uh, it, waves are always comforting to me, so I just thought it's okay. The big beach in the sky—it was good imagery. Yeah, parenting is hard. It was a lovely image. You shouldn't be upset by that. It would make a good painting. <laughs> Do you know how to paint? I know how to finger paint. Uh, that's good. That's good. Women need that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to anchor and be like, just like, do you know where we're going? <laughs> just like, get away. Uh, yes, I, I thought it would be wise if we stopped in the Rokewoods uh, to find some uh, supply points. Um, I figure it's a long journey ahead of us. I thought we'd like to eat for the entirety of it. Uh, then we'll get back on the channel and make our way for the Lost Island. The Rokewood? That's where you want to go? Unless you have some other idea, I figured it was the closest place to resupply. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I guess it's fine. Yeah, yeah, we, we can go to the Rokewood. As long as we get on our way, you know what I mean? I, I really just want to help this girl and kind of get her on her way, you know what I mean? Of course. We, we could attempt the journey as, as we see fit now. We could get back on the channel if you think it's wise, but I just want to make sure we have enough food for the journey. Well, I mean, if it's just food, I, I could, me and Punch, we can get us, we could catch us fish all day, dude. I need to stop. I'm out of, uh, well, I'm nearly out of, uh, what I like to call my secret sauce. <laughs> Were that the explosives? That's right. The explosives you used? Here, do you want to try one? I see. No. It's real fun. So it takes about two days to get to Odeska, if that is the island in the Rokewood you intend to travel to. Mm -hmm. uh, Anchor, roll me a survival check if you're running the helm. I have a dirty 20. Easy enough. It's easy travel um, for most of the day. It's about noonish. Can two people roll me perception checks? I have a 26. 23. 26. I want to have uh, Snooval. Uh, 
kind of like uh, go ahead and wash her shoes that are still crusted over from the night before, like leaning over the water as she's trying to clean off her shoes and, and dirt okay. from that. Sure. The wind's picked up um, uh, since the morning as you push into afternoon. Um, your kaisers are really kind of bobbing up and down, and there are waves kind of being made out in open sea. Shodi and Trig kind of look on in the like residual horizons surrounding the circumference of the, the, the ship, and you, you do notice that there are uh, dark clouds rimming around on the horizon as like there's a possible storm um, on the back end. Um, I, with such high uh, perception checks, they've probably also like scanned the boat once or twice and seen Rad uh, visibly getting less and less friendly and more and more nervous. Trig takes his hat off, turns around to the rest of the group and says, Storms are coming. It's <laughs> waiting for him. I, the, <laughs> the storm's far enough out of the way where it could turn, but it's, it's still on the residual horizon. But you you are getting some back end of it as the wind has picked up and the waves are moving. Shodi, as you're uh, kind of still looking out on the sea and stuff like that, you notice something kind of moving through between the waves, like a couple uh, forms kind of shifting through. Mm-hmm. Um, can I look? Can I can I go to the the side of the boat that's the closest to wherever it is and kind of? Yeah, you you walk closer to the edge, kind of lean over as you kind of see like a pod of maybe like four or five forms just kind of jut between underneath your ship. Um, and it seems they're kind of traveling alongside. Uh, can I can I motion for Baron and say, dolphins, there's dolphins. Eventually you guys kind of like dip down into like a crest of a, wa- uh, a trough of a wave and you're going up again. And as you guys, as you kind of go over that lip, uh, those forms kind of jump out of the water. And what you see is not dolphins. But they're humanoid looking. They have the fish tails, but they seem to just jump out through the waves and back into the water. Do I know what that is? Uh, you can roll a, a nature roll. check. Can I also roll a nature check? Sure. I have a 17. I have an 11. Shodi, you you don't quite know what it is. You have, in your time of traveling across the sea, have seen things that kind of lurk about in the water, things with tails, even humanoid-looking creatures. Um, you know that they, they exist. Um, Snaval, you know a little bit more as, like, around your island, these type of creatures tend to kind of habitate in some of the coves and areas. You know them to be merfolk. They're just simple humanoid sea people that traverse through the various channels. Some of them are nomadic. Some of them um, actually like nest and hub out in specific residual islands. So it seems to just be passing through using your boat as maybe a little bit of shelter or just to see what's going on. Another one kind of jumps out of the water. She kind of like looks and sees as she kind of dives back down. They're aware of your guys' presence, um, but they're just tagging along on the boat as you guys continue on your way. Just gonna wave. (laughs) (laughs) One of them like gives you a wave as well as they dive back down in the water, but they're just playing through the waves and the and this open sea and stuff like that. Right, you do notice that the waves have kind of picked up um, and are kind of like cresting and, and troughing um, alongside the ship and a little bit further out the way. Are we there yet? Uh, we still have some time. About a day's ride. Okay, that's fine. Rod, did you see the people? The people that were swimming? Oh, the merfolk? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good boogie boarders. <laughs> did you see? You saw them though. Yeah, they're all over the place. I've seen them before. They're cool. Oh, I was surprised you didn't get in with them. Uh, 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 no, I, I think I'd rather just us get to where we're going so we can go, you know what I mean? 
sure. I'm just really worried about Brawn, you know? Sure. Can I roll? Do I? Do, wait, yeah. that seems sketchy as fuck. Yeah. You can you can roll an inside check if you want to. Oh, this Sergio, you can roll. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. A one. What'd you roll? I'm getting rid of this die. Oh my this god! Die, what you got? He's gonna turn it me into one? something. It's in timeout. It's in my mug, and it's roll. in timeout. Roll me a. Roll me a <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Here we are. Do not blow up. This I'm doing shit my up. best. I. Mm. Seventy nine. Uh, roll me, roll me a d6. Five. Um, uh, <laughs> you're like staring at Red, like something, something about what he said or the way he said it or the tonality of it kind of like sparks something worrisome in you, in you as you kind of like disperse a little bit of, of a surge. Um, but nothing looks to have happened. Whoa, you okay, Shawty? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. It's like I'm, sparks I'm, like flew out of your ears. Yeah, I, um, sorry. That is um, kind of cool. <laughs> Are you alright? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I didn't hurt you or anything, right? Uh, I don't think so. Is the little, is the little dude alright? I'm gonna like pick her up and like turn her and <laughs> check out with her. Sprog kind of like laughs at this sudden like being lifted up in the air and she kind of like outstretches <laughs> her hands and she's like, ah. <laughs> Kind of I think she's it. good. All right, I'll do it again. She <laughs> laughed, and it was cute. I don't know if this is okay to ask, but do all Goliaths shoot sparks out of their ears? Um, no, actually, not, not frankly. That's too bad. That's too bad. I'm gonna go to Kenny. Be like, can you give something? They look uh, a little unstable. I don't have anything for that. I I couldn't even begin to try to diagnose what that is. Perhaps we could try the nitroglycerin. I mean, the sparks lead me to believe that that would work very well. <laughs> See, because there's sparks in there and there's sparks in here, you put the sparks together and then blammo. Wait, wouldn't that just make the sparks bigger, though? There's no way to know for sure. I am now motivated to try to diagnose what that is. Can I just give <laughs> a, a once-over to Shody, please? Uh, yeah, roll me a, a, a medicine. Drink. Something. Ooh. I got that. Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> you go. You go through the the general checks and stuff like that. You you knock something on, on their knees and they and they kick it. <laughs> they kick out. Um, they seem to be fine physically. But Jody, you think the little dude will be safe with you if you keep sparking off like that? I don't know. Maybe maybe someone else should take her. Um, uh, here, and I'll pass. Oh. I'll pass her off to Rad and like sequester myself in a corner. Yeah, Rat is just as, if not more, uh, uncomfortable holding the child. Uh, oh, well, yes. I, I don't think she can... Yeah, She's I don't think she can breathe him. underwater, so she can't hang out with me for too long. Um, I cast breathing underwater. Fine. Remind has us. She can I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, uh, I think Trey will make a good dad and I hand it off to Alright, here we go. No! <laughs> Do you like explosions, little lady? Oh dear God! Nope. Snowball's gonna just Would you snatch like to learn that child up. Crossbow? <laughs> Absolutely not. Nope. She's laughing, but she has no nope. idea what you're saying. Snowball <laughs> takes that child away. Not even a glance. That's just fair. gives it to Kenny. Gives oh. it right to Kenny. Yep. Kenny takes the child and puts her over her back like a like like a sack of clothes oh, um, that's not much and better. like bounces her around and hopefully she's having fun but just continues about her business with this child over her shoulders 
I um, hate to suggest this, yep. but maybe we let her walk around the ship as she sees fit. She can walk. She can walk. <laughs> she shrugs the child off. <laughs> Hopefully she lands on her feet. <laughs> oh no. Are, 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 gyn- are gynopsy like cats? You you literally just shoulder check. Wrong. <laughs> but as she like, as, as she kind of tumbles to the ground, she eventually just stops and she starts to kind of levitate off the ground oh. and she kind of like she, she's not she's like moving like like her legs around like she doesn't know what she's doing but she's stopped um many of you who know of genasi especially those who are from oda now know that genasis possess uh different types of abilities depending on on the element they have um, many air genasis are known to be able to levitate or to fly in some way but eventually as she's just kind of flailing a little bit she kind of finally like drops down on the floor but not as far as Kenny's shoulders. I guess I guess that solves what element she is. Do all kids do that? No. No. Only the special. I'll uh, rattle kind of tussle her hair and say little dude's like a like a little mini sorcerer kind of like me. She kind of laughs and she looks up at you as she says something in uh, in Eris but you don't understand her. Yeah, comprehend languages <laughs> enough anymore. <laughs> in this group, that's probably going to save her life. <laughs> she eventually gets up and she starts walking around the ship mm. a little bit as you guys are kind of convened and and together. Anchor, are we there yet? Uh, I believe if we were there, you would see a large island. Damn. Mm. Why are you in such a hurry? Uh. I, I just, I just want to get her on her way, you know. I, I really, I've gotten real emotional about this girl. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you want to spend more time with her? Well, I, believe me, we're gonna have a lot of time traveling. It's probably gonna take a while to get to this Algernon. So what? Uh, what difference does a quick stop over in Rokewood make? I mean, you saw the storm. I mean, you know, it'll be bad to sail in that storm. But think about how sick the waves are gonna be, Rad. Believe me, I know all about how sick they're gonna be, and it's killing me that I'm not surfing them, but I, I really think it's best if we just leave the rope wood as soon as possible. He does bring up a good point. The storm does look bad. There's something here you're afraid of? <laughs> I don't know. If we were to stay in Rokewood for the extra day, we may even skip the storm altogether. How far away are we from Rokewood? You're a... Uh, about a about a day, day and a half. It's noon right now. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna argue with the captain. If you want to wait around the day, I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh, oh, let's not use that word, Captain. Don't throw that around. We're... Well, it's your boat. No, I think the captain's right. We should definitely stay there for an extra day uh, if we can. Again, I agree with the captain. What? Thank you. Uh, Does anyone not agree uh, with the captain? I agree. Nope. With, I agree word. with the captain. Oh. We don't have to use this word. Agree? Great. The word? Captain, I... I... <laughs> Please stop. You're both. Anger, aren't you, like, part of, like, a secret society of captains? No. Uh, the Order of Ballast has surprisingly very little to do with sailing. Uh, it's a part of the job, but not our prime directive. What is it? Right, his prime directive is anchors. No. So you're I, the only captain. I am anchor. I am not a captain. We are not using that word. Uh, if anyone else would like to be captain, Rad, you expressed power with the mast. You could be captain. Dude, 
I'll be captain. Captain Rad. Already got the eye patch and everything. You are Captain Rad. I I pronounce you in charge of. All right. So now we got two captains. No. I'm gonna need a, a vice captain if you don't mind. Two captains are better than one. I give up. <laughs> <laughs> Just refer to Rad as the only source of, of captain on this ship. I have no interest okay, in Okay, captain. Title. Okay, co-captain. But doesn't co-captain mean like equal? Yes. So why though? Why why would we not just call them both captain? Please, I beg of you, just call me anchor. Yeah. Right. We'll be there in a day. <laughs> um, at some point, when I feel like the rest of the group isn't looking, I'm going to approach the kid with my with one of my crossbows, and I'm gonna point it out to the ocean, and I'm just gonna kind of be like, "You wanna." But, and I'm just gonna point out to see and kind of like hold it down for her and see if she wants to fire it into the ocean. <laughs> oh, that is not a good idea. <laughs> I mean, she looks up at you and she sees the the shininess of the the crossbow and she's kind of interested as you kind of like show her it and do you let loose? Uh, do you want to know how? I mean, she seems like just curious. I try to hand it to her. Do I see this? She takes it. She takes it or uh, roll your perception. Does anyone see this shit? Um, <laughs> can I try to see? Doing, wait, am I doing perception or are they doing perception to notice me trying to? Okay. okay everyone just, it's like, I feel like, no, this is like. Yeah, that's a natural fucking 20. I definitely see this shit. Ooh. Oh, yeah, oh, you see this. I got it's a like, dirty 20. You just, you both just like almost at the same time, just kind of just look in that general direction, like like a feeling of something was wrong. <laughs> you look over and you see it, it, that Triggins has put Shoot. a um, crossbow you with should, the wrong you hand. Pull that, you see that little like, spiky thing down there? Yeah, just go ahead and put your paint finger on that and curl. And I show her how with the other one. You, <laughs> yeah, you like take her hand and like put it put her finger around the trigger and you're kind of like helping her uh, point it out at the ocean. Um, I'll let her pull the trigger on her own. Are, are either oh, one of you... <laughs> Ron eventually just lets loose the thing and she kind of pushes it and you hear the, the bolt loose out into the ocean and eventually the little splash of it hitting the water. Hold. If, if me and Snowball are close to each other, I'm just gonna put an arm on her shoulder and just say, we'll, we'll wait. Wait this out. Just see what happens. All right, now we're gonna try something a little more exciting. And a big long red stick with a little green thing trailing off it comes off, and I put we're that into the bow. We're not gonna wait anymore. We're not waiting. <laughs> this is it. This is the end. <laughs> Instantly, I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna go ahead and do the most. Okay, I'm gonna flick my shoe and hit him in the head with it. Roll it. It's not gonna be super hard. Oh, it'll just be a oh D4. D4, that's even better. Okay. Gentle about it. It's a one. Yeah, so, Trig, as you pull out this stick and you're about to put it into Baron's hands, and Baron's kind of like reaching out and like giving that hand sign, like, I wanna grab it. 
um, the shoe just comes in, just smacks you right up across the face. Uh, <laughs> as you stop, <laughs> as the shoe kind of just like flops down on the ground. And I say, thank you. And I continue putting the dynamite into the crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm going to step in very quickly and be like, if the shoe did not get it across, do not do this. And just t- like take the dynamite away. All right, we're firing another arrow. And I put an arrow into the crossbow and I'll keep trying to teach her how to fire the crossbow. As long as she's having fun okay. doing it. She's kind of having fun for for a while as you kind of just let her loose off, like maybe like two or three. Every single time she like lets loose and she hears the the sound of the the bolt go, um, her hair kind of just like puffs up and furls out and stuff like that. She's kind of like excited and like unsure of like what's going on, but she eventually just like starts laughing as it's like oh it's okay as her hair like kind of settles down. While while most everyone seems distracted with this thing, uh, Rad is gonna approach Ponch. And he's gonna as quietly as he can whisper to Ponch, Auntie, could you do me like a really big favor? And like, could you just like go distract him for like a day? Like, like tell him there's something really cool like to the west or something. And then and then when I leave, I'll call you back. It, could you do that for me? Ponch kind of like cranes its, its neck kind of like closer to you and whispers, that's a lot to ask, Rad. <laughs> But I really like these people, and, like, we don't have any kind of real precious cargo. I'm just worried he's going to want me to, like, do something that I don't want to do right now. But honestly, once you haven't delivered in, in months, and he's starting to take notice, especially with the eye patch, you know? I have a feeling that this, like, adventure I'm on is going to totally nab me, like, totally awesome, magical things that I'll totally bring back. Just... I just don't want these people to know right now. Please, Auntie. I was always your favorite. I hate when you use that line. I'll try. I'll try. As Ponch just kind of flops off and then jumps into the water. Uh, as she goes down, you kind of see that, that this like greenish ethereal glow as it kind of darts off into the into the depths and where you can't see her anymore. <sighs> uh, he just like breathes kind of a sigh of relief knowing that... Uh, there's a chance you might be able to keep things quiet. Are we throwing dynamite again? Hmm. Well, I tried, but apparently I'm the only fun uncle around here. Uh, how many sticks of dynamite did I take from him? Just so Just I'm Just one. I got two Just more one. in the jacket. Just one. You do realize you're wasting your ammo. Well, that's what it's what? for. It's for exploding. Hmm. Who am I to deny it of its existential right? <laughs> nope, nope. I'm done with him. <laughs> nope, nope. You're a little too much for me. You're a little too much for me right now. I'm gonna go over to Rad. You know, people tell me that a lot. I'm going to Rad. Yep. <laughs> Snooval's gonna go to Rad. Where did uh, Punch go? Uh, I think she got hungry and she just kind of went to go eat. You know, she's kind of a loner sometimes. Have you been thinking about that board? What kind of wood you going to make it out of? I suggest something light. I, I, I was just assuming wood is wood. Oh, no, dude. There's all kind con- Just like every wave is different, every wood is different, dude. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I, I won't deny that. 
Uh, sure. Uh, how about we'll go, when we stop over, we'll, we'll look for some wood. How's that? And you can tell me which one to make my board with. Rad suddenly, like, kind of gets some, um, just like a little, like a little solemn, and he's like, you seem like a real, like, righteous dude, you know? Like, wh what if you were in a situation where, like, someone wanted you to do stuff that you didn't really want to do, but you do it because it helps your, your, like, family, you know what I mean? Would you keep doing it? I, I mean, that's a little different for me because I've never really had a family. I've had an order, but I've never really, like, developed a family. Oh. Does that make sense? Snuval, I, I think you should get a family like as soon as possible. They're sick. <laughs> they go surfing with you. They party with you. I don't think you can just like get a family. Uh, that That's from what I've observed traveling around. You have to be born into one as far as I know. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I know lots of people that I like enough to call them family. You can be part of my family if you want. You just got to meet them. I mean, that is interesting. I've never, I didn't know you can find a family, or is that how it is? <laughs> I, I think you're going to find some family real soon, dude. Well, that's very gracious of you. I won't deny. Um, can I think about that? That's, it, it seems that's, that, that can't be answered just on a, on a whim. I feel like I have to think about that for a minute. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And regarding your problem, I feel like, just remember, you, all your choices are up to you. It's as long as you, is how you see fit. As long as you can make peace with it, you just gotta do what you gotta do. It's my choice. Well, yeah, well, at the end of the day, we're all judged by our actions. That's the thing. Once, it doesn't matter. Like, once you cross over, whatever you meet, the final judge, you just have to stand by it. I suppose, but what if what I'm doing is both good and bad at the same time? It's just a hypothetical, you know. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. <laughs> I'm gonna watch him as he leaves, and I'm gonna be like, I'm not gonna follow. I'm just gonna be like, kind of contemplating all of what he said to me. Anchor, roll me a survival check if you're still in the helm. Yep. Never leave. Uh, it's a 18. Even though the waves have gotten choppier and choppier mm. a little bit, um, you're still holding steady to the course and you're continuing along the way. Um, the day continues on and it's starting to get into like five, six o'clock as the, the sun is starting to work towards its way to setting. Um, Shodi, while you're uh, looking around on the on the ship, you end up finding a, a fishing pole that's kind of tucked away in one of the compartments on in under the hut. Um, I yeah, I'll I'll take it and go as far away from everyone as I can and uh, try and fish. Okay, roll me a survival Ooh, check. Boy. Natural. Please let there be in that one. Shodi, I'll just break. <laughs> <laughs> Five. All right. Five. You take it and you kind of throw it out into the water um, as you kind of hear the whizzing and eventually the small plop. Nothing seems to, to happen as you're just sitting there holding it. Time goes on about an hour or so and still nothing. Um, you can try one more time if you yeah, want I'll, to. Yeah, uh, I'll try and 
keep my calm and like take a deep breath and try again. Yep, roll me another. Thirteen. Not much better. As you're just continuing to wait and stuff like that, you kind of brought it back in a little bit, and as you continue pushing away, you kind of let it release, and it kind of drifts out. As um, eventually, you get a bite as the the bobber goes underneath the water, and your reel just starts to pull uh, reel out, and, and you hear the whizzing of it. Um, roll me a, a d100. Oh my god! It's a crack. It's an eight. I got excited about it because I was like, in Delta Green, that's a success. I succeeded. I was like, nope, wait, wrong game, wrong game, come back. I'm going to get a ghost ship in a minute, I got a feeling. Roll me a strength check. All my dice have betrayed me today. I don't know which one to use. A strength check? Just close your eyes and grab one. Yeah, I did. Or athletics check? I mean, it's the same. Nine. Um, as you, uh, kind of take a step back for a second, you just pull really hard on it. And out from the water onto the deck is this squid. (laughs) Little hefty squid. Its tentacles are kind of moving. It shoots a tentacle at you to attempt to (laughs) slap you. But, uh, but, but it's not, it's, it's, you're too tall of a a being as it just kind of, like, flaps out. He's angry at you, Shody. But it's just there's wiggling around. You do know that uh, you could, you could, we could eat, eat this if you want. That's a good catch. You caught it without bait. Um, uh, we could also use it to catch something bigger if you like. Uh, I'll defer to you, Captain. Whatever. Don't call me that. But uh-huh. well, I was talking to you and Rad, the captains. Should I have said captains? I feel like that's more appropriate. Yes. No, you, it's just a one word and it's directed at Rad. Uh, as Captain's my first dads. directive, I order you to chop that squid up and save a piece for me and we'll catch something bigger. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, sure. So you're gonna attempt to kill it? Yeah. All right. This is why I don't play like as many video games because one game told me to kill a bear and I started crying and stopped playing. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, so. Make sure you, you pull the beak first, because almost nothing will eat that beak. It's indigestible. So you'll have to you'll have to wrench it with your fingers, <laughs> oh, then pull no. as hard as you can. It's... They don't really cut easy because the tendon is so uh, strong there. So pull as hard as you can. Squid is I can wiggling. just blow fire on it. I'm just going to stab through it. Is that the noise it makes? Yeah. <laughs> they do, they like kind of <gasps> scream, yeah. It's like level on Super Mario you, you stab into it and uh, eventually like the tentacles just kind of like furrow out and it eventually just um, falls dead. Okay, it's okay, Sorry, big dude. It's just, it's the way of the ocean. I can cook it if you like. I'll give you some pieces to cook and I'll give some pieces to, to fish with. Okay. I'll go back and take like two or three pieces and go fish with them. Any big piece, I'm just gonna okay. kind of like breathe right my little Okay. Shoda, you should try casting out farther. Uh, if it's close enough to the boat, the, the waves that we create, it keeps all the fish away. Okay, I'll, I'll try. You gonna try again? Roll the survival check. <laughs> Nine. Why? Nine. It takes a minute, but eventually, again, it uh, bobs under and goes down into the depths. Uh, roll me a d100. 
63. It takes a minute. Uh, roll me a strength check. At this point, now that it seems obvious that this is, like, becoming priority of, like, getting food for people, I'll, I'll probably... Rad will probably be hanging around, helping where he can. Uh, 16. Okay. Again, with your with your Goliath strength, you just yank on the back of the, the reel, and, and this giant mahi-mahi-sized fish, a very large fish, kind of jumps yeah. up on the deck at your feet, Rad. Oh, and Captain. Sick, that's well, a good one. Do I know if it'll feed everybody? It's big enough, I think, between the, the squid and, and that will be enough to kind of get you guys by today. Now, technically, this is enough for everyone, but there's always a bigger fish. Um, well, we shouldn't waste it if we've made it miserable already. I don't know. It depends on the metal of the fisher. Do you think they're up to it, Brad? I don't know. You might be able to pull it off. I don't know. Maybe with our help. I don't know if I'm impressed. I feel like you're trying to to get me to do this out of spite. Um... I would never challenge you on spite, only on talent, and I haven't seen it well, yet. I've never fished before. Well, that's not true. I fished a couple times. I don't fish regularly, though. Um, I'll try one more time. Here's this fish, and I'll pass it off to the Yeah, all right, cool. I'll take another piece of the squid that I have and chuck it out. No, no, not just the squid. You gotta. No, I know. I mean, the, I mean, the, I mean, I mean, no, what? Yeah. I'm not gonna get the whole. You I'm gotta gonna get the whole thing. No way. You oh, use the mahi mahi to get to your fish. You have to. I don't have yeah. to do anything. If you want to do you it, you should. can do it. I've got a fish for everyone to eat. I kind of want to. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to catch anything bigger without the mahi mahi. Now I'm going to do it out of spite. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Bad so you're going to hunt. Good. Put the squid back on there. Good. That's an 18. Yeah, you throw you throw it out and uh, yeah, roll me a t one hundred. Oh, that's a DM voice if I've ever heard one. Uh-huh. Eighty six. <laughs> I mean, yeah, eighty six. This seems bad. Even higher. What does that number means it's gonna be a big fish, dude. Fish. Okay. Oh no. <sighs> what tiger bullshit shark are you about to pull up? Dragon turtle. Oh fuck. Dragon turtle. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. TPK, everyone. Roll me a strength check. All right, let's go. What's on your line is big. Mm-hmm. And heavy. Well, do you have anything? Uh, ooh, strength. 20. 30, 20. Yeah. No, 20? I'm sorry. 19. 19. Nice. I was looking at decks. 19. Um, you are just pulling and reeling and like you get a good rhythm where you kind of like let it go a little bit, but kind of reel it in. You're pulling it back and you're pulling it back. Eventually, like, you pull it and you feel something kind of bump up against the bottom of the hole. It's definitely you're at a bigger. Point where you can't pull it any further. It seems that it's almost like underneath or attached to the bottom. All right, Captains, this is where you go in now. Rad is going to stick his head, see if he can stick his head under the water to see what's going on. If this was a belt of green, you'd have no head now. (laughs) Oh no. Tell me a constitution save. What does that 16. As you stick your head underneath the, the water and you're trying to see where, you're like trying to find where the line goes. Um, you're kind of almost underneath the hole, and you're looking, but you don't quite see something. But all of a sudden, you kind of feel this like sensation kind of come over you as like 
you feel like your, your skin is kind of starting to harden, but it eventually kind of just fades away as you're able to kind of steady yourself. But you're, you're tracing the line and the line seems to go underneath the hole to like almost the opposite side of the boat. Like it's left the water? Not, a, not that it's left the water because your, your head is sticking under, but you see that the line is kind of underneath one of the rungs and it's like going towards the opposite side of the ship as if like whatever's on the line has like swam underneath the boat. I'm going to stick my head out of the water and say, uh, I think we should uh, cut the line and just stick with the mahi-mahi. Well, no, you're the one that wanted a, a big fish. I, I, I stuck my head underwater and I felt like it was trying to turn me to stones. Something okay. bad is happening, dude. Just, yeah. just cut the line and I'm going to start like working okay. on trying to cut it. Trig runs to the front of the boat. He's like, what do I do with these? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll pull one of the daggers out and just cut the line. Yeah, easy enough. You, uh, you cut the line, the fishing rod snaps back. Um, roll, everybody roll me a perception check. Big me. seven. I have a 21. I have a 25. 15. Yeah, I got a 15 too. You guys kind of like stop for a second as as what red startling news kind of just, you're wondering what it is or where it is. You kind of fan out across the ship and you're listening. You're looking around. Shoddy, you hear kind of something kind of swishing like a, a little breach of the water on, on the side of the ship that you're on as you hear kind of like a scratching or a scraping like something's trying to get up on top of the of the hole but it seems to kind of slip back down underneath in the water as you hear a, a small splash. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wave my hand and point at the side where it was Okay. and see if we hear anything else. Snowball, uh, as you approach uh, Shodi and you're kind of standing next to them, you kind of dip into your, your senses as you're trying to feel out something, and eventually you feel a largish creature lurking underneath the water. Anka, do you have that gust stone with you? Of course, it's on the mast. We need it uh, just about everywhere, so it stays with us. I think you should activate it now. Okay. I'm pretty uh, sure the motor's already running. No, no. Whatever you need to do to get us out of here faster, do it now. I'll try and, you know, punch the oars. <laughs> you know, use all my strength to try and get us moving fast. And I know the gust stone's probably already on, but if I can get in overdrive, I will. Pull me a survival check. Trig takes the three, uh, the three sticks of dynamite he has left and starts rolling a depth charge. I have a 22. You look at the wind and, and around you, and though the gustone was primarily the source of what you've been using, you look and you can see that you could probably adjust the sails enough to catch it to kind of add a little bit more speed with the current uh, with the current wind. Uh, as you go and uh, take the um, pulley and you adjust the sails, it starts to kind of tilt. You guys are starting to move faster um, away from what Snival is feeling underneath your ship. As you kind of, as you as you start to move, you feel this like bumping and scraping off the bottom of your hole, as whatever this whatever this is is uh, close to the surface. I'm gonna like kind of get over my being upset from earlier and like go back over by Baron and just not not necessarily pick her up, just like be hovering to protect her. Um, I run to the yeah. back of the ship. 
and I have my roll of three dynamite sticks waiting, and I'm waiting to see if the thing is uh, continuing to pursue us or if we're losing it. I'm going to go to the side of the ship where the sort of like exit would be, the, the opening up into the ocean. I'm going to take some rope off of one of these sort of bindings off the side railings. I'm going to tie it around me as tight as I can. Uh, you know, double knot, sailor's knot, whatever I can do to make sure it's tight as fuck. Uh, and then I'm going to drop into the ocean uh, to see if it's still following us. Okay. You have water breathing still, still up. Everybody's on the ship kind of listening and waiting to anticipate whatever this is. Uh, Trick, roll me a perception check as you're holding this depth charge in 16. your hands. As you're continuing to look, you, one, the first thing you hear is a splash as you look back and you no longer stay anchored on the ship. Um, I look awkwardly at the dynamite in my hand and I'm like, well, fuck, now what do I get to do? Um, but as you, like, do that and you look back and the ship's kind of moved on a little, about 10 feet now and, and continuing to push away, you do see, like, a fin of some kind kind of reaching the water a little bit. It looks like it is attempting to pursue. Anchor, as you are uh, under the water, you're trying to look for this creature. Roll me a constitution saving. Okay. Natural 20 plus 7 is a 27. You don't feel anything as you're just continuing to look and search as you kind of see a bit of the form of some creature. Looks like it's continuing to at least follow Is there the any ship. of the bait left? I think I kept three pizzas. There's one, I think there was one that wasn't cooked. Is there enough for me to wrap up this bundle of dynamite with? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna try the. Because you saved some for food, yeah, actual well, food. Yeah, well, just in case, I'm gonna yeah. start rolling up a big old, like, bundle of shark bait with a nice, juicy dynamite core. Does that track? Okay. That <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> Run back to the back of the ship. I assume it's still following us. Yeah, you can still see the fin. Um, it's like lurking. It's like stalking you guys more than trying to aggressively. All right, lunchtime, you. buddy. And if no one is gonna scream any objections, I'm gonna start striking the dynamite. <laughs> I'm gonna light it. I'm gonna put a nice long fuse on it so it'll go off after you know it's on like a delay hoping to get the shark to swallow it, and then I'll just kind of casually chuck it out behind us and cross my fingers. Okay. I'm going to take out my war club and just play defense like it's fucking baseball or something. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smack this thing if it gets close to the, the sh- uh, ship. I'm going to take Baran as far away from the back of the ship as I can. <laughs> Shoti, you, you pull back towards the back of the ship as... as- anchor you pull yourself up from underneath the water and 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 ready yourself for anything and and trig just chucks the (laughs) the depth charge into the path of this creature and for a second you see just the fins dip underneath as that depth charge eventually starts to sink and you wait and you wait and you're just wondering if it's gonna go off and for a second like it just it, the time passes and you think it's just not gonna it's just not looks gonna like go we got it. ourselves a dud the water stop it and then it explodes as you just see like just a boom as like water just like cascades up and just like covers over the ship a little bit so while you're wet um and there's little bits of chunks of meat and food and <laughs> and other stuff from whatever this creature was. 
Okay, so it's for sure gone. This this oh, thing was exploded. Problem solved. Oh, man, you can infer that. <laughs> okay, cool. Baron um, is in in Shodi's arms, and she's just going boom, <laughs> boom, yeah, boom. Do I have enough footage on my rope to to get out there with a strong swim and collect the the meat, <laughs> whatever's left? <laughs> Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you do that. Yeah, I should be able to see, you know, whatever's salvageable. I hope. Uh, twenty-three. Easy enough. You you find pieces of like, um, part of this creature's like legs, some like some chunks of meat and stuff like that. Enough to to feed you guys since you gave up the mahi mahi and I think most. I of did the not squid, give up the mahi mahi. Um, I only as, cooked part of the squid. I was. Yes. <laughs> I made a point to say fuck you. We're keeping the mahi mahi to the void. Okay, so so yeah. Between that, you have some squid. You have some of this creature, and you have mahi mahi. <laughs> Do I have any idea what the fuck this thing? Uh, you can roll me a nature check. Sure. All I know, it was worth oh, using up the last of the bad. Now it's this buffet. is where we get into the intelligence yeah. checks. Uh, I have an eight, <laughs> which minus one is a Yay! seven. As much as you know that there are just many types of strange and mysterious creatures that just live in the depths of Ashoka, you're not quite sure what it is, okay. but it was big from what you gathered from the debris that you collected. It was fairly large. Okay. I see I see him like trying to figure it out and... and... Rad's like, I think it was a dire shark. Could have been. Had a fit and everything. Uh, I climbed my way back up into the ship, as hard as that is with the still moving ship and everything. And once I'm back up on the ship, I, I go over to Jody and I drop the every piece of refuse down at their feet, almost on them. Oh. Um, and I go, here's your kill. I don't think it's my kill. We worked together for it. Uh, you were the fisher. But I didn't, I didn't pull it up. You got the shark to swallow the explosives. Well, we did it together. Either way. We were, we got dinner together. That's that's nice. Oh, is that what we were doing that for? Well, oh, I thought I was just blowing I, up our shark. Yeah, it was fun. I think we were just that's messing okay. around, but we did find <laughs> dinner on the way. Well, it's a, it's a nice uh, side effect then. Good job, everyone. Is the fishing rod okay? Besides a cut line? Yeah, the, the rod is intact, but the line has been severed, so there's, um, unless you have anything to replace it, there is, uh, nothing to really use, like, to cast with it. Would I have anything on the ship for repairing it? Uh, roll me an investigation check. See what you got left. Um... That's a wet, hot six. <laughs> As you kind of look through the various compartments and stuff like that, it doesn't appear that you have any um, any lines or any hooks left. Damn. They just well, added to the list of supplies that we need to get. It. I'm sorry. That's okay. I've fixed this thing more times than I'm um, happy to report. Oh. I made it myself. Oh, this is a great shop. It works really well. Thank you. Okay. You guys uh, start preparing this food, begin to pass it around. Uh, a bronze just eating a large piece of fish and just kind of stuffing her face as she's enjoying it. And eventually it starts to trickle on into the late evening. You can still see the dark clouds of the, that storm that's kind of tracing the horizons. Above you is a very open and clear sky as it's just scattered with various parts of the, of the stars and the nebula. And the moon's about half full. 
come and it, just a, a faint glow that kind of passes along this dark sea. Is there anything you guys want to do before starting to take watch for the evening? Uh, as I feel water breathing come to an end, I'll cast it again. Roll me a d20. Please don't no. fuck me. Okay, it's late. It's fine. Easy enough. You cast it. At some point, I'll approach Anchor and say, uh, Dad, I mean, Captain. How open would you be to uh, some modifications? To the ship? Yeah. Well, I've been traveling with the raft for quite some time. I'm fond of it. I, I made it myself, but I always think that modifications are important to any project. I guess it's more of an addition more than anything else. What are you thinking? Something wonderful. And? <laughs> it's a surprise, but just tell me it's okay. Will it blow up my ship? It'll blow up things next to your ship. Hmm. Okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Great. I'll start planning immediately. Just let me know if you need anything built. I'm good with my hands. Good to know. And I'll scurry back off to the to the, the, the hut, and I'm going to start kind of like tracing things out in my head. What have I done? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Kenny's going to go back to her spot on like the, the hut roof and take out one of her gold coins. And if she has like a, a match, something small to light, um, she's going to light it as long as she can and hold a coin and try to recap everything that's happened as quick as possible until the match burns down. Sort of the, her like altar time. And that's just as long as it goes. Baron's got some charcoal in her hands that she's found in Jody's bag and is drawing on the sides of the raft wherever she can. That's very pretty. Good job. It's very good. Very good oh, art. Pat her head. Better art than I could do. Very good. I agree. I'm going to go across the ship from where she is, and I'm going to cast Minor Illusion and just make, like, a tiny version of Saul just, like, floating in the air. <laughs> no! <Okay. laughs> oh, boy. That's, what, three fucking times? Let me do 100. That's why oh I went my God, far away no, from the yeah. last time, though. I, I intentionally went across the ship. Right there. We're oh, learning. Don't blow up this ship. This is now the fourth time you've had an option to blow up my ship. 76 trombones. One second. What the oh, fuck? Oh, Shoddy, first, before we get into that, uh, because, because of your oh, previous geez. one. Now that the night has kind of settled, you notice that your eyes are glowing in the dark, as well as the veins in your um, in your in your body. So you're kind of glowing a little bit, like a like a like a glow stick. Fascinating. As you're imagining the image of that matron's soul, you're kind of stuck on the word soul, sun, fire. You're thinking about it and thinking about it. Eventually, this small ring of fire just starts to burst around you and is now burning a hole <laughs> into the ship. Captain! Damn it. Damn it. I'm gonna stomp you guys on see it. A fire right, and I'll start kind of yeah, using my trench coat me. to try to tamp it out. Yeah. Between all of you, you manage to get it before it starts to do some damage, but it, there is a significant ring five feet around of, of burn damage into the side of the ship and the, on the platform. And it's part of the okay. Hole. Sometimes I spontaneously explode too. 
Maybe you should just, like, not do anything for the rest I of the agree. night, Shody? Yeah, uh, sure. Shody looks like they're just fucking close to tears, and they immediately go back to the corner they were sitting in earlier. Do I have anything for repairing the boat <laughs> on the boat? Doing that investigation check, you didn't see much. A lot of your compartments are empty. I mean, there are other pieces of the board you might be able to use to repair it. Um, there's not enough damage done to it that it it warrants, like, full repairs, but, you know, you do have a burn on the side of your ship. Well, let's add it to the list. After a few minutes, Rad's going to kind of realize his comment may have made things worse as opposed to better when it comes to Shodi. So he'll he'll eventually, you know, find his way over and sit and eventually say, uh, I noticed you uh, you like collecting shells like me. Uh, yes. They're, they're going to, like, wipe their face really quick. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I like shells a lot. Um, here. And I'll pull some out and just kind of put them out in front of Rad and not look at him. Well, those are cool. Here. What do you think about maybe trading? Sure, that sounds fun. I'll, I'll present one of them that's kind of unusual looking, like you wouldn't necessarily find it on a shore, and I'll say, I found this one like 100 meters below in a trench. You want it? I'll take it for that pink right, one there. Yeah, that's, that seems like a good trade. I uh, I found this one when I got off the first ship I was on. Um, it was oh, the cool. first thing I saw. I thought it was really pretty. So you, here, let me trade. Yeah, I'll, I'll make the trade and... Uh, I didn't mean to make you feel bad earlier no. when I said the whole no, thing. No, I, I don't. I don't blame you. It's not. It just—it does seem like you're kind of like not totally in control, mm. huh? On some things, I have a lot of control, and on everything else, I've got no control. Precious, right now about that. Well, what kind? How long have you been able to do all your magic? Me? Oh, well, well, since I came of age, I get my powers because I'm like, I'm from a tribe of sorcerers that like, you know, one person from the tribe gets the power and they're called the Herald. And then they go, you know, to, to bring cool stuff back to the tribe. And that's where I get my powers from. Does it come from inside you or is it something outside like, like Kenny? Um, it, it, it's inside. It's definitely inside. Uh, do I believe it? <laughs> you can roll against that if you want, Sergio. Yeah. 17. Uh, I rolled a 16, so you Ooh, actually speak me. Uh, I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm clearly, like, dodging yeah. and not uh, deflecting. I feel like you're lying to me, but you're oh. lying for a good reason. Or maybe not a good reason, but for a reason you're not ready to talk about yet. So I won't tell the others. But wow. if you feel like talking about it. Uh, wow, you like really <laughs> called me out there. Uh, well. I mean, sometimes lies are good, you know? They like protect mm. people. Maybe so. Uh, I, I promise it's not a lie that's gonna. I don't think it's gonna hurt oh, you. That's alright, I understand. Lying. I understand that lying is useful. I, I can't pretend that I don't. I, I, I'm not trying uh, to, to make you talk about it or anything. I just wanted you to know that you don't have to lie if you don't want to. It's easy for you to say you don't know what I'm lying about. That's true, I don't. Look, uh, how about this? Uh, if it ever comes to it and, and you guys might be in danger, then I'll stop lying, okay? All right, I, I'm gonna go look at the waves now. All right, have fun. Who's gonna take first watch? I'll take first watch. Them all. One more person. I'll take first watch. The evening starts to just wind down as things settle in. Baron finally 
curls up on the floor somewhere and falls asleep um, near you, uh, Shoddy. I assume everybody else is eventually heading off to sleep. Yes. Uh, Anchor and uh, yeah. Snaval, roll me a perception check. 14. I have a 10. Rad, as you settle in for the night and fall asleep, you kind of drift away. You're standing on the raft and you're kind of looking out at the sea as if you were taking a watch. Eventually you see just the greenish ethereal glow of Ponch as it eventually surfaces. Eventually her form just kind of transcends into a familiar form of your aunt as her spirit is now staring upon you. So a turtle like you, she has a much wider shell that kind of has this net that's kind of cascaded on the back of it. Um, And she looks at you with kind of uh, a worried expression. And she says to you, I tried, but he knows you're here. And as you're looking at her, because you're standing above the ship and she's still kind of down in the water, you see a form breaching in the water, a shadow that seems to kind of grow and expand what looks to be a jaw of some kind. And eventually it's just taking over the size of the ship and it's just wrapping itself around as you feel and know that familiar presence of Hamukepa as eventually the jaws breach around the ship. You just feel the swallowing of water and rushing as the ship just gets pulled into this void and eventually you're just suspended and and you're just kind of floating there the ship is gone all of your friends even little baron is just gone and you're just in this straddled in this void you start to make out in the distance the familiar large head of this dragon turtle and it's looking at you and its jaw is just kind of wide and open and just looking and staring at you very very hard i think I think he's kind of saying to himself, himself, this is just, this is just a dream. It's just a dream. Eventually you hear a, a voice deep and moving through the, pulsing through the water like a, like a whale of some kind. It's just like the sound of his voice as you hear the words in Draconic. I, I know you're here in the world. Hey, hey Hamukepa, yeah, just, you know, coming on by, looking for treasure, you know, the usual thing that uh, the Herald does, you know. It's been, been too long. I know, but I, I just haven't found, a, like, a really, really worthy ship to bring to you, you know? I'm just, I'm just kind of waiting till that really sick treasure comes across. He pauses for a second as you kind of just feel this, like, tremoring movement through the water as you as you hear this roar of some kind the, the anger that is felt by this being eventually it settles and he says to you bring me the ship that you are on and the cargo that you carry there's nothing of worth dude it's just a it's just a bunch of like weirdos and a little girl that same guttural roar even more intensely is kind of like shaking you through this ocean as he does not like your answer yeah i I think if you know i know what i need to do to get at least out of this moment and so i just kind of bow my head and say the herald obeys eventually you just feel the rushing and the moving of the tides of water as you uh, just pop out of this dream Snaval and uh, Anchor, you guys have been just on the ship, just patrolling. Anchor, you're not quite paying attention as you're just more focused on continuing to push 
uh, you and the, the, the rest of you forward towards the nearest island. Um, but Snival, as you kind of eventually wander out to the platform and looking out to the, the open sea, you can kind of feel the, the pressure around you shifting. As your like smell just kind of starts to heighten as you feel that mm -hmm. um, something is changing in the weather around you. Um, you kind of look up and stuff like that and you're noticing that the clouds are starting to really pull in and, and the waves are starting to get unsettled and more choppy and the wind is starting to pick up and the sail is kind of now fighting as, as anchor starts to feel the tension of the settling of the ocean. And as you're kind of putting that together, eventually you just hear the gasping of Brad as he as he dream and you just hear something in the air. And mm. what you see, Snival, is a black bird with red eyes flying across the sky towards the storm as you kind of see some residual lightning in the back and the trail ends that kind of shows its presence kind of contrasting okay. on the back of it. You want me a nature check or a religion check? Uh, I have a 13. You've heard many stories about the barbarians of Walraven and the deities that they worship. One of the deities is a deity known as Tadarok. He is the god of storms, he is the god of fertility and warfare. Is highly revered as one of the heads of the pantheons of the okay. Walraven barbarians. One of the things that is noted of them is these birds known as storm birds. They're kind of servants, kind of acolytes of Tarok. And it is often said that where a storm bird goes, a storm does follow. As you hear its wailing cry sailing off as it disappears into these storm clouds, and you start seeing lightning kind of picking up as the sea starts to get very heavy and very choppy and very storm-like. Rush over, jump if anyone's in my way, I'm gonna like jump over them or whatnot. I'm gonna rush over to anchor. It would be like, um, we have a massive storm coming our way. Yes, it looks like we're going to hit it head on. Is there anything that you can do to get us through this faster, safer? Uh, I just have to pay special close attention to the boat, watch the waves, and pick the right ones. Outside of that, we have to weather it. Do I see any rope nearby? Yeah, I mean, there's there's various stacks of ropes that are, are used for the ship that, that are kind of scattered amongst the, like the hut and the platforms and stuff like that. Uh, grab sure. and do that. I'm gonna wake the others, maybe we should. Do we need to tie ourselves to the ship a little bit better to keep us from falling out? You're welcome to, it's your choice. <laughs> you know, sometimes it can be a little jarring if you've never been to sea like this. I, I generally don't like to stay in sea too long. Well, you're not going to enjoy this and I'm sorry. I can see that. I'm gonna go ahead and just start grabbing ropes. I'm gonna actually start waking people up. Could you wake the captain? Okay. I'll want to know about this. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Okay, I'll go to Rod and I'll, I took it down just like I was the captain. You're the captain. <laughs> I'll go to Rod. Rod. He's like tossing and turning. Oh, dude, no, no, I'll gently. Rod. Rod, just. I'll, I won't like hurt him, but I'll just keep shaking until he wakes up. When you shake me like the second time, I just scream awake and grab you and just scream, HAMUKEPA! Oh, oh, uh, hey! <laughs> uh, What's up, dude? A, a storm's coming. We need, uh, your co-captain needs you. Oh, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll help you with that. Yeah, right as you get, get up, up, like, you start to see heavy raindrops kind of starting to trickle down as you're kind of looking up at the sky, seeing the storm that has seemingly just pulled in out of nowhere. 
What's the story, number two? I thought we were going to skirt it. For whatever reason, it came right on top of us. It looks like we're going to have to weather this storm for the night. Are you up for it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can help well, you with that. You sure. know the place. It's right there at the mast. You keep the sails afloat, and I'll keep us on course. All right. Could, could you check on everyone sure. else while I uh, take the wheel for a minute? Sure. Yeah. I just want to make sure everyone's tied down, you know? Of course. Uh, I pick myself up and wrap the tapestry around my waist, and I go down to help uh, Snooval uh, wake everybody up. Once I find myself alone in the um, in the front or the with the... Uh, yeah. What's the wheel? The yeah, the oars. I'm going to turn the ship in the direction that I know it's that it needs to go now, but I'm going to cast hallucinatory terrain. And what happens is basically all around the ship, it looks in the direction that everyone else wants to go, but I'm I'm going no. the direction that I need to go. And it, oh, shit. And I think it lasts for 24 yeah, hours. It does. Spook. Yeah, as Anchor is waking people up slowly, issuing instructions about the storm and what we need to do to bunker down and get ready, Rad casts this Son spell of a as the terrain slightly alters for a second um, as he turns the ship around, but it turns into the same storm-like weather, but just in the same direction as he is now setting you guys off course. I think to wake to, to wake them all up, I do that weird, like, parent or dad thing where they stand over you until you wake up. <laughs> do you wake Trig up? <laughs> yeah, it's Trig first, for I sure. I'm awake! And I make sure to try and grab the crossbow so I don't fucking die. <laughs> Trig, uh, good evening. There's a storm. I see. Did I shoot somebody in the face? You almost shot me, but... Sorry! <laughs> I'll just... I'm okay. I'm gonna Walk out. Oh, God. Oh, Kenny sleeps with two gold coins on her eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's, like, starfished on top of the hut. <laughs> she just... Yeah. Yeah. What? Um, I'm gonna lift them two gold coins up. Rude. We have a storm coming. Wake up. And then I'm gonna put the gold coins back on her eyes. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. She's gonna, oh, she's gonna, like, finish sleeping for, like, two minutes and then get up and start doing stuff. <laughs> she hits the snooze. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go over to Zowdy, um, or Shouty, um, and wake them up. Uh, same way, same way, just on, ominously standing over. Mm. There's a storm. Why are you ominously standing over me? Yes. Um, I oh, need so you to I'm... take the child and get um... into the hut and you should probably stay there. Uh, Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, I'll I'll load her up in my 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 would-be baby Bjorn. Could you tell uh, her if she wakes up that I'd like the inside of the hut decorated to keep her off? Yes, I'll give and her. I'll some. take from my my pack. I have like a series of like oil paints. I'll give you the collection over to. Well, that's sweet. I'll uh, I'll help her distract herself with that. Um, I. You do know how to paint. I've sailed before. Do you need extra hands? Um, I think you're better with the child than the sails, and that's not discounting your sailing. That's complementing your relationship. All right. I, I've, I've done very little for her. Just, um, all right. Yes, uh, I can do that. I'm Let sure. me know if you need anything else. 
Is she is she still asleep or is she? Um, she's still she sleeping. Um, for for now, there there hasn't been too much of a tussle, but you you've managed to pick her up and kind of push her into the hut, and she's just sleeping next to you. Um. All right, Captain. Captains. No. No. Incorrect. Everyone called you Captain, though. That's okay. They're wrong. Vice Captain. Vice Captain. This is your opportunity to be right. I'm very confused because you're telling me one thing and everyone else is telling yes. me another thing. Well, shouldn't be. Um, I feel like it's also a discussion we can have later. Right, Captains? Co-Captain? I've been Vice in a few Captain. storms. We have a, a few minutes before we die here. I'd just like to reiterate. Oh. I think the person who has the label should be in charge of the label, right? Like you don't want me to go calling you like Goliath, right? Okay. Well, I am, though. Maybe that's not the best metaphor. But... Just like you're a captain. Okay, I'm going to go steer the ship. Okay, great. Right. Good luck, Captain. The rain's starting to pick up as it's starting to dump down uh, as you step out onto the platform. Um, Trig, Snival, Kenny, what are you guys doing before you really get into it? Um, you know that thing kids do when oh, they're Jesus. on a school bus and they try to surf in the middle of the school bus? Oh, no. <laughs> Mm. That's what I'm doing. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Trick's just happy to be here. <laughs> Kenny's gonna position herself like in front of the hut. She's gonna try to protect the first client and and make sure everyone's in sight in case she needs to regulate. But she's in front of the hut. Rad. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll take over the oars and maybe you can do that trick you used in the harbor. Uh, yeah, totally, dude. Yeah, I can steer us even faster in the direction that we need to be heading. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. We'll be there in a couple of hours if we're our, our timing's right. Uh, Willie, yeah. I, uh, I'll spend my last spell slot to cast Control Water and move the ship using the water around us faster in the direction. Uh, Snoopball's gonna make sure that uh, Trig is tied to the mast or something. Like, there's a rope on his. I, literally, I'm just tying everybody to some part of the ship. I know someone's gonna die. I just got a feeling. So I'm just tying everybody up as quickly as I can. <laughs> okay. Does anyone know a storm song? Storm, 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 storm. There's a Go storm away. and it's happening. And we're on the ocean. I'm sorry, maybe. Rain, rain, oh, I like that one. That's a good one. Maybe thing. my inflection was wrong. That was a joke. Oh, even I did not pick up oh. on that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Rad and uh, Anchor, roll me survival check. I have an 18. Storm, storm, storm. 18? Noise. I have a 19 plus 4, 23. For the beginning part of this, the storm is making the ocean very uneasy, and there's uh, a handful of waves that come uh, rolling over you guys, but between you, Anchor, and Rad, you're both able to kind of navigate between and trying to keep the ship above it's really um starting to just push you guys up and down as you guys are kind of getting really unsteady trick roll me a dex roll me roll me an acrobatics check since you're over there fucking attentionally trying to jump (laughs) that is gonna be a 17 while everybody is either bunkered down or is focused on navigating through this trig is just having the time of his life as you, you dip down Whoa. into uh, the trough of a wave and you're going up and as you're going up he just like jumps up in the air and he, it just like allows him to just get a, just a little bit more gravity on it as he just jumps down and that, that's what he's doing for the beginning Rad, part of am this. I doing but it right? You... 
true. Yeah, dude. You should bottle the rainwater. It's good luck for storm water. Whatever you say, Captain. Dude, don't call me that. Right now, my hands. to collect that even though the the rain is starting to get heavy and it's dumping, Trig is just out there collecting rainwater with his hands, just above his head and in between that, jumping between the waves and stuff. Radin, uh, Anchor, roll me another survival check. Kenny, Snowball, are you I doing I just want to go around and cast Guidance on everybody. I'm just going to, I have to actually touch them, so okay. I'm just going to take a little walk around the boat, cast Guidance. I have a natural 20, which is a 24. Nice, nice. Dude, I rolled a natural 20 plus 14. Oh, Captain Drinking. Wow. I'll tell you what's gonna happen. You got like a fucking unicorn. Oh my god, that's what, like a 1 in 400 chance? Come on, Jerry. Yeah, I'm like, we touched fingers. Fused. Yeah. We turned into one creature. Hang Karad. Hang Karad. Red core? Between the both of you, you guys spending so much time at sea and, and being on the waters and, and navigating with this ship, it's almost like effortlessly you're just riding these waves. You know exactly where to go and what to do as, as you go over one wave and go down another. Kenny, roll me a dex, uh, roll me an acrobatics check just to see how, how dexterous you are as you're slowly tapping guidance on everybody as the We're ship is very We're making time. We should be there soon. That's a five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. One of the waves is very large, and as you guys are going down, there's just that bit of gap <laughs> of where you, like, all of a sudden you feel lift <laughs> as you're just suspended for a second, and then you just slam hard on the ground, and you're, you, uh, <laughs> you oh. land on your side <laughs> as you try to fun, ain't it? get yourself up. No! Not fun! <laughs> she, she starts, like, <laughs> army crawling to everyone to finish casting guys. Hey, Eli, I have a question. <laughs> is the wind blowing across my face in the direction that I would expect it to do, expect it to be given the direction that we're traveling in. Sounds like math. What do you, what do you mean, like? Like, are we going like, 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 do I know that we're supposed to be going like with the breeze and now I feel like we're going to the side of the breeze? Roll me an investigation check. Which for Trig is pretty high on an intelligence roll. Eight. The wind is is just kind of blowing all it almost seems in all directions. It's very hard to to tell exactly where it's going. Everything seems fine to me. Snival, <laughs> roll me a perception check. Shodi, are you doing anything with uh with Baron in the in this hut? I'm probably just still humming storm, 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 storm. Uh, I have an eighteen. An eighteen? As you're kind of on the platform mm-hmm. of the ship, uh and you're just racing yourself, the waves are just tossing you back and forward and it is keeping you unsteady. You eventually feel something. The feeling of like electricity generating around you. You can sense like the hairs on on, on your braids starting to oh, kind of pull shit. and stand uh, up. Do, 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 do. What can I do? Do I know what's about to come down on me? <laughs> you feel the charge of yeah, that's electricity? Like, uh, I'm just gonna be like, oh shit, can I just do a warning? As you're figuring out what to say, all of a sudden you just hear a crash and just a large 
bolt of lightning that just kind of cracks across the sky, but it just it hits over and strikes the front part of the mass of your ship as it just as you hear an explosion and just fire erupting as rad as you're holding on to the the pulley that that holds that sail together all of a sudden it just goes loose as it's no longer um anything attached to it as you can see that part of the mast and the the uh, sail has kind of deflated a bit or it's just like moving rapidly with the wind and part of the rope has been severed on the top of the mast <laughs> Shit's fun, dudes. Uh, I'll run at it. I'll run at it. I know how uh, to fix things, and I'll run at it, and I'll try to patch it up as best I can. Okay. Roll me a straight intelligence check. Do you know how to build stuff? I do. I have proficiency with tankers' tools. So in- intelligence, oh, then? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, intelligence with your tinker tools. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you okay. advantage because you're using your tools. Uh, okay. So that with advantage... Uh, that's gonna go ahead and be... Well, that's gonna be a 14. You assess Ooh. the damage and you see that a lot of what the problem is is that the lightning, um, the mass seems more or less intact, though it, it looks like it's um, on the verge of breaking. Um, there is a, a small a bit of fire damage that is kind of around that area and parts of the, the platform has kind of been splintered and broken from this, this lightning. The most important part of it is that the rope and the line has been kind of slightly severed, so you reach out to it and try to grab it and try to find a way to kind of bring it together as you're trying to reconnect it so that the, the sail can take wind again. Is it just like the rope got severed that I just need to like lash it back together type of a deal? Yeah, but as you kind of pull it together, you realize that the rope is just a little bit too short to each other as part of it has been kind of destroyed as you're just kind of holding it <laughs> like piece to piece. Wait, can I, can I do that? Can I just try to use my own weight to keep the sail intact? Like, can I just like hold, try to keep holding it together for as long as I can? You can roll. You can roll me a strength oh, check or oh, athletics check yeah. and see how uh, how you fare to that. He he is like basically near me, within thirty feet, maybe. Um, like I have I have mage hand. I would maybe like just give him that little bit of extra strength. Yeah, you cast your your mage hand and and as trick as you're you're holding onto it and you can feel it like slipping through your fingers and just before it like let's go you go and like try to reach it again and as you do that this nice little glowy hand just wraps around your hand at the same time as you guys pull it you're able to kind of keep the rope steady if you're gonna attempt to keep doing this we'll have to keep rolling straight check it's a miracle i can keep doing this all day but rad you feel the you feel the tension coming back to the line and stuff like that as this as the sail has picked up the wind again um, both of you roll me survival checks, and Kenny and uh, Snival roll me perception I call out to Trick. Yes, but that's what the rope is for. My hands are a little busy. Nine on perception. Nine on perception? Six. I rolled a 21 on survival. I got a 19. Yeah. It's a little bit more tension between it now with the, the way that the sail is being held together by Trig, but you guys are both able to continue to make it work. But as I was gonna say, uh, the rope that was wrapped around me—can I? Is that still? Oh, I was about to say I'm still attached. Yeah, you're to still it, attached correct? to it. All right, I'm gonna start untying it so I can give them all. Right. As you're untying it, you're you're not uh, able to kind of pay attention to what's going on around you, and even you, Kenny, as you're trying to pull yourself up, you're not noticing what's going on around your world or your circumference. Brad and Anchor, as you guys get over this last wave, you realize that you guys are kind of dipping a little bit deeper than you have been. 
and as you guys are kind of holding on to the pulley and the oars, you see some lightning kind of crack across the sky and it kind of illuminates on the back end this giant wave that looks like it's way too tall and way too large and it might be too big for your ship to go over. Uh, I think everyone should abandon ship, dude. I think can't everyone you, should just can't get you out. Part the waves. What? You're... Uh, I've already burned that spell, dude. We'll be fine. Charge out and head on. I, I'm gonna start ripping, like, I'm, like untying everybody fast, because if we're going, we don't want to be dragged Eli, out. Eli, Anchor's a better sailor than I. Is there something we could do that doesn't involve losing this ship? You could try. Yeah, totally. Okay. It's a couple uh, of is, things. Is there anything I could draw to memory or or roll for? Pull me a history check. Uh, it's a 17, but with a minus one, it's a You've six. been in situations like this before where waves are sometimes too big. You think that it, with enough speed, you could probably push yourself over this wave. If not, you could um, just try to at least go front and vertically as to not cap allow your ship to be capsized, as you can hopefully maybe ride the wave up high enough to, to get around it. But those are the pretty much the only two options. We need to go as fast as possible. We, we need more speed behind it. I think we can make it, but we have to go faster. I need something, anything, and I start, you know, ripping the fucking oars as much as I can. Um, Trig starts blowing on the sail. <laughs> yeah, he does. I mean, I had uh, control water on. I think it lasts for 10 minutes, so I don't know if it's still on. But if it is, I would just use it to make yeah, the Yeah, we're within ship 10 minutes, faster. but you can feel that the water is slowly okay. pushing or like draining away. So you might have one little burst left. Can this work? I know this is weird, okay. but uh, for a step of when I can use like a dash to go twice as fast, can I <laughs> get behind the damn ship and push it using the key to help it move faster? Speedy you can if I cast Water Walk on you. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Now. There you go. Now we're I thinking. Could, I, could, I could just use my right, key this... point right there and just use that. Is this what you're gonna try to do? Please. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, then I have I have two spells for you. Um, Kenny's gonna run seeing what is going to do and cast Water Walk. Um, she's also going to cast Enhance Ability. Um, and what are you doing? You're running? Okay. I, I, so, I can either yes. run or push, because technically I basically, I double my speed. <laughs> okay, then we'll, we'll put, we'll put some strength on it then, then we'll use full yeah. strength. Yeah. Uh, so you roll with advantage on strength checks. Amazing. <laughs> oh, and give you the same. Awesome. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, just as fucking, fucking confused as you are, we promise. Yes. Well, I, that's what I'm saying, like, because Dash, I just need to No, I like it. I'm not saying that. Wow. I'd like to... If we get to this point, if this happens, if we crest the wave, obviously we're gonna have a lot of lift on the other side because we're going to I would like to position the rudder all the way to the right so that the ship 
pivots in the air and then lands horizontally down the wave to hopefully soften the blow and also Tokyo drift that bitch. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Shokyo drift is good, let's go. Roll roll me a strength check, as that requires more of strength than, than survival. And Snival, roll me a strength advantage. check as well for your push. With advantage? Yeah, yeah, also yeah you pulled advantage. advantage. Sure, Shodi, what would you like to do as well? Uh, hearing that we're trying to get more speed, Shodi would like to go to the back of the oh boat and cast God. Thunder Wave off the back of it to jettison us. This is great. Sure. Don't mind me, I'm just gonna keep holding this tail sure. together. Oh. <laughs> Trick's gonna fucking die. <laughs> Trick, roll me a strength man. I already rolled, I get a nine. Uh, he's he's just like on oh, the no. deck, right? He's not in the air? <laughs> yeah, he's kind of suspended between this 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 <laughs> sail and stuff like that. He's not like all the way up in the air, but he's like His feet up, are just up, like an inch the above ground. the ground. <laughs> like stretch, like I'm he's gonna, like, like stretched across. If it's I'm possible to climb Trig and cast mending. Please. That would Please. be great. <laughs> Roll me uh, <laughs> yeah. Roll me an acrobatic check or a athletic check to climb, scale him. Okay. By the way, with advantage I had a twenty-three. Twenty-three for advantage? Uh Snowball? A twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah. Right on. Nine. If I cast Thunderwave at a higher level, will it push us further, <laughs> or will it just fuck things oh, up? Oh, we're more? gonna fly. You bitches. can you can roll it at whatever level you think might help you. <laughs> we'll go middle of the road. We'll go second level. We'll do a second level thunder. We're gonna run this boat. I agree. I mean, we're already committed to this. Oh, what was your uh, roll, that Kenny? was a nice ten. Perfect ten. Nice. Perfect time. Uh, Rad, was there anything you wanted to do alongside Anchor? Uh, I'm just, I'm keeping okay. the ship going. <laughs> Kenny, you run up to where Trig is and you start to climb him. He's very wet and slick from the rain and the sea and it's a little hard for you to do it, but you manage to at least get up around his shoulders as you see this like mage hand and him just like holding on for dear life. As you're seeing that, it's like he's about to slip from it, but before it just snaps out of his hands, you do manage to kind of mend it as the rope twists together and, and secures itself back in place. Snowball, before, uh, uh, as Kenny uh, scrambles away from you, as she's like giving you all of these abilities, you yeah. immediately jump out onto the ocean. And what you th you think for a second, like as like, your feet lift the ground and stuff like that, that you're gonna just dive straight into water, but eventually you just find purchase on like, what feels like solid land, but you can feel under on your feet, just the water, it just feels wet on your feet. But you There's a yeah, little growl there. It's a little annoying, but you kind of like settle that in, use that as the momentum as you kind of put your hand on the back of the ship and you just start running and you just start pushing and it seems to on some level make the ship just go a little faster <laughs> as you're just pushing it hard uh, as, the, as the ship is starting to ride up the Gotta face of this wave. Rad is holding the the the, uh, the sail as secure as he possibly can. Anchor, you just decide to just slide all the way across as far as it goes and you just, Rad is just watching him just push into it and just turn it as you see the ship is starting to 
slide just a little bit on the side of this wave, but between nice. the momentum nice. of Anchor shifting the oar and between Sneval's push, it doesn't seem that it's quite enough as the as the wave is starting to crest. But Shoti, you realize and you're, uh, you kind of peek your head out and you just notice all of this is going on and you see the wave and you see how it's curling and it looks like it's just about to clap down on you. You just rush out to the back of the ship and you just kind of take both of your hands and bring them together as you cast Thunderclap. Roll me a d20. It's an eight. What would happen? Um, I don't know. Shoti, you crack both hands together as this giant pulse just juts out from around you. Like, it it goes, everybody feels it as it just rattles everybody. Um, But it seems to just push you guys even further as, like, just as you do that, Rad, you have just enough energy in your control water to curl back that bit of the wave as you guys manage to jump over this large... Fucking wave. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fam. I, I feel like that's where we should end today. <laughs>